about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> well... Well, where should we start? We're back at Who Cares Studios. Welcome to the show, everybody. Are you enjoying your holiday season? That's a good song. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Who Cares About Ross and Patrick, a podcast from Brooklyn, New York. I'm Ross. And I'm Patrick. And we are a married couple. We have a doctor. That's a dog who's also a daughter named Peggy. That's right. She's our little baby. Yeah. And we also have another child on the way that is growing inside Ross's body as we speak. Yep. Today being fed by an acai bowl, a cup of coffee, <laughs> and a bottle of Pellegrino. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. You know, I'm trying to, I'm doing my best uh, to keep this baby healthy. I don't know if I'm doing my best, quite honestly. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean, we went to the OBGYN and they were like, just drink plenty of sparkling. <laughs> You're going to want sparkling water for this baby to have a bubbly baby. And so you can like, belch it out your vagina in six to seven months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Belch it out of my vagina. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Powered by gas- gaseous bubbles. Yes. And I told this doctor too, I was like, I'm not the type of pregnant woman that's like, particularly precautious Mm. like I'm not like living in fear or that like everything has to be done perfectly to keep my baby safe yeah I think it's better to live on the edge well and also I would make the argument that you are doing it without worry and obsession yeah maybe I don't know if you are or not I'm yeah I am so far if you are if you can approach anything in life with a looser grip I think that's right lowers the uh, stress chemicals in your brain. I think cortisol, is cortisol the stress one? Maybe. Sounds familiar. The (laughs) fight or flight chemicals that come up, I think have many adverse effects. And if you can avoid those chemicals firing off all the time, your body is just like, yeah, cool. We'll just like grow this thing loosey goosey. But when we're clenched up and we're fearful and we're worried and obsessed, that tends to... uh, make things that's when you have a hunched back yeah that's when you um your feet hurt all the time you know like me <laughs> oh you mean your chronic foot pain hunchback yeah foot pain hunchback <laughs> holbert over here <laughs> um my favorite nickname of yours is hand truck holbert <laughs> work smarter not harder okay <laughs> hand truck holbert <laughs> Courtesy of Emily Johnson. Yes. I re- now I remember where that yes. came from. That was a great one. I love a hand truck. I like <laughs> I like strategically placed wheels. I like yeah. uh, finding the leverage point uh, where a, a very heavy object becomes weightless. Yes. I love using an elevator. Yes. Even if it means walking around the block. <laughs> Look, I've been in the business of moving gear. Yes, that's why. For that's 20 why years now. Yes. You're very experienced in this and you've figured out the systems that yes, work. Yes. Work smarter, not harder. And truck Holbert. Um going back to our baby. Yes. Uh I Oh God, I lost my train of thought. Well, do we want to share the big news? Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm getting there. We're having twins. Oh my God, no. I hope there's a secret twin in there that's Don't just been that's been hiding that. behind the other one in the sonogram. It's just like all of a sudden a head peek sounds like, hello. Hi, you didn't gotcha. know about me. <laughs> Got you good, mom. Yeah. Surprise. Holy shit. I truly would really. I don't know. I really don't know. What if we had twins and we gave one up for adoption? I mean, I know it's not socially acceptable, but like I would consider it. Yeah. Because it just. Like, get out of here. It just seems too crazy. You seem great, but we only have room for one. Oh, God. Um, No, but uh, I'm thankfully I'm not having too much anxiety about the baby itself. And I have decided judge me if you will calling it it is comfortable for me yeah i discussed this with my therapist that i am thinking of it as as a human life more and more but like i i am a firm believer in that like gender really is a social construct and it's not a fully developed thing yet so it feels right to me okay it's no disrespect to the baby inside of me that's just where I'm at. Your preferred pronoun for it is it. Yes, until it comes out and tells me otherwise it's it. Okay? It's baby it. <laughs> cousin it. Cousin it. That's where it comes from. Um, But yes, I'm not worrying about it that much. However, I'm plenty worried about finances, health insurance. Oh, yeah. Like the setting, fun stuff. Setting the stage of the apartment for the child. Like all of the prep work. Yeah. The to-do list, that is creating not so much of a loose garment, more mm. of a paralyzed procrastination, if you will. Well, we are downsizing our book library and we've got a <laughs> yes. nice box collecting here on the floor. So if anybody wants random books, we've, there's some good ones in here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's going to Goodwill. <laughs> oh, we've got so much Marie condoing to do. Yeah. Man, oh, man. Uh but the big news is. Drum roll. Peggy, drum roll. She's Peggy, like, drum your paws. <laughs> We're having a female bodied baby. A female bodied it. But we'll, we'll say girl to make Will things easier. Will we say daughter? I mean, it's a, it's a daughter. We're having a daughter. Until uh, she tells us otherwise, we're having a daughter. I'm going to flip-flop between it, they, and she. Okay? I'm is, using all three. Yes. And it's a kaleidoscope of vaginas inside your vagina. Like your vagina is containing a vagina. I know. Isn't that crazy, man? It's deep. It's like a... Uh, what kind of... Uh, what kind of... What kind of comparison is there to make? But yes, it's... Uh, it's deep, literally and figuratively. And talk about the eggs thing that you yeah, learned. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, so women, girls, female individuals are born uh, biologically female. I don't know how to say this, PC, whatever. Women are born with all of their eggs. Uh, in their ovaries. Like in, like ready to go. Like in their you're, body. You're born as a baby Inside of your mother, you develop all the eggs you'll have for your entire life. Yeah. So technically, this baby was inside my mom. Yeah. The egg of that the baby. The egg of that baby was inside my mom. 
and so on and so on and so on. Yeah. And your grandchildren's eggs, potential grandchildren's are now currently developing in your uterus right now. If they decide they would like to be a mother, yes. If it decides it (laughs) would also (laughs) like to have a child. Oh, God. It's a complicated time, uh, isn't it? <laughs> so so you were sharing with me that people were asking if you found out the gender yet. Yes, and I was and you, shaming them. <laughs> you were doing some education, yeah. which I'm learning the difference between sex and gender. I wasn't shaming them. And it was like with women, it, it was kind of funny, actually, because these are very like progressive, like spiritual women. But they were joking that they were a little old. Yeah. Like they're both in their like mid forties, I think, so or something. Sex, sex is what genitals you have, right? Correct. And gender is the identity you choose. As we're understanding it now. Basically, what I always say is that gender is a social construct. Like it's a it's just a label that we Like society has created the gender roles that are attributed to yeah. our sex. Right. Yeah. Some people can argue some are by a lot like that your gender's traits are biological oh my god you have to look out the window right now i'm sorry but i'm sorry listeners this woman with a giant fire stick we got a twirler she's practicing on the street but she was actually practicing in the park when i walked through there this morning so she's just taking to the street now practicing her routines she doesn't look good at it though. no she's not she dropped it several times while i passed by Huh. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not lit on fire. Well, it also it's co- the ends are colored. It looks like a large devil stick. Remember devil sticks? Oh, I loved a devil stick. This is a devil stick with no small sticks. It's like an individual. I think, I oh, think, she just did a somewhat nice move. I think it's a new routine. Oh, Bushwick. The but Bushwick then it's Zoo. It's so Bushwick though. Like it was like it's kind of cold and windy out and like this chick is all bundled up out in the park like practicing her new oh, there's a dog. fire routine. I don't think you're going to get to see it. There's right, a dog back, with a winter coat. <laughs> Peggy has a winter coat, but her coat doesn't have sleeves. The dog had sleeves. <laughs> and there was a cutout for her tail and her butthole on the back. So it was a snowsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was adorable. <laughs> I actually showed a picture of Peggy in her coat to somebody and Sebastian, who's like a real, like, old gay bitch <laughs> is he norwegian what's his no he's german oh god i really should know this nordic of some kind. no 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 eastern european oh uh it's either latvia slovenia mm. something like that yeah it looks real pretty i've seen pictures of it it's like up in the mountains yeah. Anyway, which may somebody i'm sure understands geography better and it's like what eastern european country is near the Alps. I don't know. <laughs> Switzerland. That's not Eastern Europe. Anyway, he saw a picture of Peggy in her coat and he insisted that it was too small for her and that it was only covering half of her body. <laughs> She's a long dog. She's a long dog. We do need like a, just a human, um, like a sleeve, like a neck scarf. Like we could just like put a long sleeve yeah. of some kind or maybe yeah. like, you know, those uh, leg warmers. That yeah. women put on their lower halves of their legs, like a noodle, like a pool noodle. <laughs> we'll just squeeze her into one of those. She'd love it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to... Sex and gender. Sex and gender. 
Welcome to the party, sex and gender. Yeah, like I think if I looked at that list of 67 genders or whatever they're saying yeah. is out there, I'm I'm definitely on more the male scale, but like I'm like a But is it because I'm like you were socially designed to be on that scale? You I think know I was I mean? biologically designed to be male in a lot of ways. Like I think there's a lot of evolutionary instincts I have. Like yeah. I fucking love a fire. Sure. I love a hand truck. But why do we I want to fix shit? But why do we the question is why, why do we, we think th- that's male? Yes. Like Well, because cause we're we it's like scientifically proven that we were our role as hunter gatherers was sure. to go out and hunt and gather while the women like were child rearing in the cave. Right. So like we we're out there problem solving. There, you had a lot of problem solving to do inside the cave. Yes. And many of you also were out in the field. Yes. Maybe you were childless or maybe uh, that wasn't your role in the community. But also then that's like, is that, yes, it's survival, but it's also like there is some sort of um, even early early times socialization, socialization yeah, like, of like, well, women are born to create life. And so they shouldn't be doing these other things because this is their primary purpose. Yeah. And it was a very obvious, uh, line of distinction because you had a vagina and we had the penis right. and we knew that the people with the vaginas were going to be the ones with their own internal cave where the baby would grow up, <laughs> you know? Yes. So it was like very obvious probably from boyhood like all right you're gonna go learn how to use this bow and arrow and you're gonna learn how to stitch a blanket and uh that's the role you know yeah man but i'm sure i wonder if sometimes there were you know i think it's just that like well and i do think that like there were different kinds of genders besides male and female that were not being acknowledged because of like we got to make babies and we got to hunt and gather, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But it's like, there's ancient civilizations that show signs of different genders. Right. And like, I think it's as old as like that there is a spectrum and that spectrum has existed the whole time. Yeah. And the binary of male, female being that binary, meaning like society's only acknowledging two possibilities has, that has become the uh, the prison structure, if yeah, you will, yeah, yeah. of like this is how we see sex and gender. Yeah, and that, that's way too simple. And that, and biologically, well, no, because even biologically, there aren't just two sexes because there's intersex people also. So mm-hmm. it's like that might be more rare, but oh, don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm I'm I guess what I'm saying is that I'm somewhere closer on the male end, but I'm kind of a Nancy boy. You know? Sure. That's very PC. I'm kind of a Nance. <laughs> but I'm not a dandy either. No. <laughs> no, you're not a dandy. Anyway. I've dated some dandies. You're not. Anyway, we went to the OBGYN on Thursday. Yep. I was running late. I missed the big reveal in the sonogram room. I showed up and you already had the printed out slideshow of the images. I will say. Which kind of bummed me out. I know. But it was fine. And there'll be more. Yeah. There'll be yeah, yeah. literally, I have to schedule three more in the next <laughs> month. Yeah. So if you want to come check out the kid. Because at our first OB appointment, that was 
when I got emotional was seeing this like little nugget inside yes. your uh, your vagina cave, and I <laughs> got teary eyed instantly, and you laughed hysterically. I was like, ah, <laughs> which you also <laughs> did at our wedding. I was telling somebody recently yeah. that you emotionally disconnect with you. No. <laughs> No, I would not say it's disconnected at all. It's just like, that's my response. It's like your gut reaction. Is like shock and excitement. And I think it might also be some like weird subconscious rebellious thing too. Like, oh, you think this is like when women are supposed to cry. Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't think I'm actually thinking that at the time because I cry plenty. But I think it's also things that I feel like are happening to me as opposed to things that I'm witnessing. Yeah. Like I can be like, I'm an empathic crier. Like I see something. Yeah. I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, like you, I'm weeping. <laughs> that is interesting. You cry pretty hard to like killing Eve on what is that? What <laughs> I channel didn't cry that? at killing Eve. I didn't cry at killing Eve. The Bachelorette. No, I was crying at Mrs. Fletcher, which I'd also like to discuss on this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very moved by what other people are going through and how I identify yeah. with it. But if it's happening directly to me, it's a little bit more like, what? What do you mean? Like, I'm yeah. not so in the... It's harder for me to see the emotional landscape, if you will. Oh. I'm just saying things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yes, I laughed hysterically. How was it seeing the image of the baby of it uh, when you were in there alone with the doctor? Well, I was going to say, and actually it's not the doctor. There's like sonogram specialists. Like that's all that woman does. Like she lubes up the stick. And was it an internal one again? No, it was on my stomach, which was funny because I literally, if I'm going to a gyno, I'm getting naked from the waist down. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never not taken my underwear and, off. And this was gone just to the gynecologist. Hitch, hitching the pants down. Well, I had a dress on. So I just like lifted my dress yeah. up. But I said, uh, I said to the doc, to the sonogram person, like she specialized in like reading, like, like what's actually happening on the screen. Uh, she was pretty funny too. Uh, I was like, so just everything off from the waist down. She was like, no, we're just, gonna be like going on your stomach i was like oh (laughs) and they squirt that cold juice on your stomach yeah Yeah. is that at all similar to uh no (laughs) it's not it's not um i mean it's lube yeah uh the blue lube right yeah i guess it has a blue tint but i was saying to nuna my therapist that i actually in retrospect i was Kind like please don't take this offensively, but I was kind of glad you weren't there and that I got to like have that experience myself for a moment. Oh, that's good. And uh because I think I can't help but sort of like look at you, look at the screen, look at you, look at the, and yeah. I'm like sort of looking at your reaction. And so it was kind of it was interesting to just like have that experience and I didn't feel any expectations on myself to like yeah. React in a certain way. And I was swearing a lot, of course. I was just like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> what did the tech what did the tech say to that? She was funny. I she I could tell she was kind of like a, a brute herself. Yeah. Um 
And she was like, I know, right? Like it was, it was a lot of just like affirming language back to me. And I was laughing a little bit, maybe not as like dramatically when you're there. Um, but yeah, like arms and legs and it, yeah, it was so different from the first one where yeah. it really is just a sack of cells. Yeah. And this is like, oh, there's a three, there's inch a thing in there. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing in there that, yeah, almost three inches now in length. Uh, I relate, baby. I relate. With, <laughs> with like hands and feet and I mean, not. Didn't the app say it's, it's getting fingerprints? Yeah, it's fingerprints are starting to develop. It's vocal cords are starting to develop. Um, yeah, all sorts of. But and like I it was moving. Yeah. Like, and she would like push my belly and it would like move around like in the sauce that's in there. Yeah. <laughs> the fluids. Fluids. <laughs> I would say fluids. I'm calling it the sauce from now on, the baby yeah. sauce. Uh, but that's kind of like cum, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, it was cool. And then we had a, then you showed up. Yeah. And then we were brought into. I felt much more connected to the whole situation. And then. Cause you could have like this individual experience about what's going on in your body. That and that it like, I could see. Oh, it looks things. like a person. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say it looks like a person, but it looks like I recognize these parts of the body. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like it's not just an amoeba yeah you know which um, you shared with our good old friend heather and she said wait till you can feel it inside yeah. of you like kicking and stuff that'll be interesting that's the real alien shit we're hoping to somehow record that for the podcast get you know mic up your belly and <laughs> let the child have a guest like we'll do a guest episode and interview them i hope it like gets like visible enough where maybe Peggy can see it and it really freaks her out. Yeah. She's like, what she just the? starts clawing at you. <laughs> She's like, I do not trust this. What is happening? Um, but yeah, then we went into the doctor's office and sat down with Emery, who yeah. is one of our favorite people. We now. just fell in love. We want to be friends with Emery. Yeah. She seemed really cool. Really cool doctor. She kicked off the appointment by telling me that my eyes were amazing. Yeah. So she opened the door by like just being like, wow. Flattery gets you everywhere. <laughs> it really does. Like, this Libra loves compliments. I mean, that would work for me if I was uh, going up to the Hertz rental counter. <laughs> Sir, would be first of all, your eyes, incredible. Secondly, can I upgrade you to a midsize? Yes, please. And that seventh ring of hell, a compliment would go a long way. Yeah. Car rental desks, holy shit. Although I'd, sometimes they do try to do that, but they do it with like stupid stuff like, you in town for business or pleasure? Oh, What's going on? Where are you from? Oh, New York City. That's cool. And it's like, just shut up. Give me my fucking Hyundai Sorento or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Emery was so cool. And um, yeah, I think within a minute of sitting down, she said, so we do have information here. Uh, and I can tell you what you're having if you want to know. And we were like, yes. Or she, she goes, well, what do you think? You, oh, yeah. She was like, what do you think you're having? And I was like, well, we want to have a girl. Or we've been talking more about having a girl just kind of naturally, which makes me think that we're having a boy. Mm. And then she was like, you're having a girl. I was like, what? <laughs> and then, yes, you laughed yep. as per usual. Yep. And I just, yeah, I got Instant. like all teary eyed. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh, my God, that's a real... 
daughter. There's a real daughter in there. That is going to happen. Are you going to cry again? No. (laughs) Are you getting teary reflecting on it? No, I got teary again within minutes of leaving her office because we had this great conversation and then I walked into the lobby. You had to go give blood in the back and I was... No, I had to give urine. Yeah, you had to go pee in a cup and uh, (laughs) I went to the lobby to wait and... uh, the Temptations, My Girl came oh, yes. on, and I just got all teary. I'm like, they're playing My Girl. The universe is telling me something, you know, like, yes. like what does this all mean? And I'm sure it's like one of 20 songs on a looping playlist <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, just because to it's because it's an OBGYN office. Yeah, but let's talk about the conversation with Emery because we're in yeah. in there. She tells us we're having a girl. And then it's like, you know, this long checklist of like other mm-hmm. things that got tested for. And, um, you know, there's all these interesting things you a lot of people probably have to think about, like because the blood test that told us we're having a girl would also have told us or no, they do this by measurements and stuff. They do these measurements to predict the probability of uh, Down syndrome yeah. and other things like that. And I'm so curious, like if we were to learn that that was a high probability for us, like what we would do and that kind of stuff. I know. Um, And, uh, you know, it was just, you know, then having to like go through this whole checklist of like, uh, yes, we have herpes. Yes, we have multiple partners. Yeah. uh, Allergies, et cetera. Uh, It was just like a very... Like these people are such professionals. They've like heard it all. Yeah. And it, I, I felt just like so taken care of talking to her about yeah. all this stuff. We're very lucky that we are in this practice. I was actually, again, saying to Nuna, my therapist, uh, Emery, this doctor was telling us all the like uh, things they have going on at the practice. They have a psychoanalyst on staff to like support new mothers Um, and they have like support groups and they do like meetings with you to prepare for postpartum and finding a pediatrician. And like when she was kind of going through all that stuff, I was like, oh man, they really like hold your hand through this process. (laughs) Like we have Mm. like a wealth of information and support, like from just going to this doctor's office. And Nuna was like, that is so rare. You should be really happy. So I think uh, we're very lucky that we were able to get in there. Yeah. And she had a doula service recommendation and how that works. And um, or as my friend uh, John asked me over text, so are you going to have one of those servants in the delivery room with you? Yeah, do- <laughs> A doula, a.k.a. birth servant. <laughs> a birth servant. <laughs> Peggy's biting my slippers, Peggy. Peggy, I did I did have to sit Peggy down earlier in the week to explain <laughs> yes. she was going to be a big sister. Yeah. And a lot of babysitting. It doesn't mean we love her any less since we'll probably be giving this human little sister a little bit more attention for a while. Yeah. Uh, we love her equally and we love her from a totally separate source of love. It's totally separate from we have a limitless abundance of love to give to both of them yes absolutely we've proven that with our open relationship now we're gonna have an open relationship with our dog yes <laughs> peggy it's time for you to know that we're gonna be polyamorous with you this family is poly okay 
And I also explained that there will come some responsibility. We're going to need her to step up and be a, a big sister. Um, yeah. And she, she Get said... Get ready to change diapers, kid. She said, you know, I, I've only had to think about myself and what I want, <laughs> but I think I can... I think I can step it up. And then she said, no, give me that fucking food because I just <laughs> shit outside in the freezing cold <laughs> and now I want my food. Here, I'll give you both paws. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you both paws. By that, he means she gets very excited before she's about to eat and we try to like make her do some like tricks. Nothing's for free, okay? We learned that from Kelly Irene Corson. Yes, Hustle Pups NYC, we love you. Um... But she's so excited that she can't just manage one paw. She immediately goes up on her hind legs, gives you both paws. Like, is this what you want? <laughs> <laughs> is this what you asked for? Just give me the gibble, <laughs> please. Um, so, yeah, we're having a daughter. We had a great doctor's appointment. I was also saying to you last night how I feel very lucky and it was not lost on me that I felt a hundred percent comfortable and not like inhibited in any way to just like discuss my full medical history and issues in front of you. Oh yeah. It was really fun to hear about the generational hemorrhoids that plague <laughs> your family. Uh, got to hear that in detail. Got to hear the antidotes to hemorrhoids guys. And that it's not, your asshole is not the problem. It's your capillaries, It's your veins. It's your veins. It's in your veins. If you have if you have bad veins in your legs, you've probably got bad veins in your butthole. You know I have circulation issues. You sure <laughs> do. I got bad circulation. <laughs> I run very hot, but my feet will still be freezing cold. Yeah. You know? These are the things. So f to, to f combat that, you're going to go on a... a <laughs> A regimen of child baby aspirin? Oh, yeah, I have to t start taking baby aspirin. Wearing compression socks <laughs> and pants? Oh, no, I have to buy pregnancy compression tights that come. So it's like my entire lower body coming up over my belly yeah. is so, compressed. So that's compressing the veins in your legs. Does it also compress the veins in your butthole? Because that's what I kept getting caught on in my mind is like, does it squeezing your butt cheeks together no. keep things in? No, like, it's that the veins in my legs, like all the major veins that are like running through me. I think mostly the issue is in the legs and I'm sure those are attached to what's happening in the butthole. Yeah. So it's like keeping the blood. I don't really understand your... how compression works. It seems counterintuitive to me that you would compress things and that would help them pump through you more. Well, I can tell you this, that your arteries pump blood, right? Okay. So your arteries are what move blood through your body. Uh-huh. Veins return blood to your heart. Okay. So out of your heart, blood goes pumping out through arteries to different parts okay. of your body. Okay. When that blood is used up or whatever... It goes into the veins and the veins return blood to your heart. Okay. So it's a recycling that's happening. Yeah. The okay. problem is that the veins in your legs, they, they don't pump. It's all gravity. So like. So compression is like putting pressure on them to pump. Well, first of all, the, the way the veins in your legs return blood to your heart is by either putting your legs up on the wall like right. you would do or right. laying horizontally 
Or when you're walking and using your body and exerting your body, yeah. your muscles are squeezing veins in a way that it kind of squeezes it back up toward your heart. Okay. But that's not like nearly as efficient as just gravity. So like the blood in your brain goes through veins back to your heart just by gravity. So it's like very efficient. Um, it's a long way to go from so, the legs up to the heart. Yeah. So for you, since you have hemorrhoidal veins, like crappy, loosey goosey <laughs> veins. You've got loosey goosey bad plumbing. I assume it's just harder for the yeah. blood to make its return. But you know, so I think compression basically um, helps give a little bounce to your veins. Yeah, or something. it's like when you're getting blood taken and you like cut off the circulation, then it's like making your blood sort of pump and be more. Yeah. You're seeing that vein more. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a similarity yeah. in there. Um, By the way, science. I, I'm I'm speaking on information I learned in seventh grade. You're right smart, in, though. Right in. Eddie, is he right? Let <laughs> us know if I'm anywhere n along the right track. Nurse practitioner, medical professional to the show. Great company. Great company. Intellectual. Uh, is Patrick right? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with compression? Uh, but I actually found that very informative that she was like hemorrhoids actually have to do with what What was the it's your vascular system or but she used the word vascosity i think mm, i don't remember not viscosity but vascosity yeah i think is the word that she used but um because then i was realizing too i got like spider veins at like a very early age in my legs and i was like who the fuck gets spider veins this young you know but i also got hemorrhoids young too so here's the science, everyone. I'm coming out about my hemorrhoids, okay? Yeah. I'm a grown- You've got all the H's. You got herpes, hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, God. Hypersexuality. Ooh. What's another H you got? You got a whole bird. HPV. And, and a you got a whole bird. And I got a whole bird. <laughs> oh, the shame we have around our butts, you know? Enough is enough. Yeah. Everybody poops. Even Peggy's got shame about her butt. She'll be squatting down the street, <laughs> taking her dump, and then she just like looks over her shoulder like, Ugh. No, but you know, <laughs> you know why they do that though. Because they don't want to get stabbed or bitten. Because they're vulnerable. They want to make sure you're there to protect them. If she was in Australia and she was like shitting and pooping and kneeling like that, she would definitely get scooped up by a magpie. Like one of those hawks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks so delicious. She's like a little treat on the ground, like a little <laughs> beautiful truffle, yeah, and like would... a dog truffle. Like she's crunchy like, on the outside what's... and soft on the inside. Oh, my God. I love her. I'm, she's in my arms, if you can't tell by the tone of my voice. <laughs> oh, my God. We really. Those magpies are deadly. Those are the ones that will swoop down and they will bonk you on your head. And yeah, they that's kill how they people. get you, right? They like, kill yeah. people with those beaks. <laughs> <laughs> this has been, we're doing nature documentaries. Oh, we're yeah. doing health documentaries. We're doing sex documentaries. I'm a little bit in the nature zone because Michelle Wolf's new stand-up special oh, you love has it. so many great nature comparisons that's and analogies. Funny. She's, it's so good. And I can't believe you haven't watched it twice with me yet. Women in comedy. Can you believe it? Oh, They're funny. 
19. They're funny. Can you believe it? <laughs> Jessica Kirsten's new special on Comedy Central. I watched that fucking painfully on the app because the app on the oh, phone. Oh, garbage. Viacom. Get your shit together. Kill yourself. <laughs> You were making the coolest television for so long, and then the internet came, and you were like, let's drag our feet as long as possible on how to distribute content digitally. But also make, like, the worst content, actually, too. Yeah, but her special is so... When it comes to MTV and VH1, I mean. Her special is so good. Uh, That killed me last week. I watched Dan Soder's new one. Very, very funny. Uh, I watched... uh, I went on a real binge. I watched Mike Birbiglia's new one a couple times now so much good stuff out there i'm zoning at out. the end of 2019 i went on a tangent about comedy i'm sorry everybody uh so we're having a girl it is a daughter it's a female bodied person maybe they it will decide to be a hand truck holbert uh <laughs> Whatever. We still have to figure out what to do about the last name, too. That's another thing on the to-do list. Mm. <laughs> I've gotten some positive feedback about everyone changing to Hilbertino. All three of us. That's what I've been pitching to you. I thought we were talking about the baby. Interesting. <laughs> that is what I've been telling you from the beginning. It sounds like a big to-do. Like a legal, <laughs> like a legal to-do. But... I guess the easy option is just to hyphenate the kid's name. Yeah. And just have them deal with the mouthful that is Martineau Holbert Mm. or Holbert Martineau. I'm not not responding right now because I any of this makes me feel bad or I don't want to discuss it. But it just sounds like a complicated conversation that we have to. uh... I just thought we could have some fun like chit chatting about it. But if it's really. The details. Well, I'm going to just do the long pauses of like picturing it. And <laughs> like, you know, when you say something and I'd like don't answer right away and I swear I'm like thinking about yeah. how I would like to respond. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I'm talking about. When we get older. Oh, shit. Like when we're like my parents, our parents age. Yeah. It's going to be so bad. Well, I think some kind of chemical reaction has already occurred in me. Because first of all, the mo- from the moment she said we were having a girl, I went into some weird days. I felt <laughs> for the rest of Thursday, I was like really, really happy. Like I literally wanted to tell people on the street that I was going to have a daughter. Y- you immediately posted on Facebook too without telling me. And then I started getting random text messages from people. Did I, that upset you? No, I just thought it was funny. I was like, well... <laughs> I got an itch in my nose. He was like, did that upset you? Wrinkled nose. No, I'm itching my nose right now. Um, Without using my hands. I know. (laughs) I'm describing to the listener. I know. The visual medium of podcasting. Uh... What are we talking about? Uh, I posted on Facebook. Yes, and I said, I, I was thinking to myself that wow, you must be really fucking excited that you were just like, you left me? Like, we parted ways, and it was like I was getting text messages from people because you, like, instantly posted on Facebook. Well, I was thinking, I mean, to be fair, that was like an hour and a half after we learned about it, and then we went to the cafe, and we, we, yes, we like, know. we basked in the happiness of it we all. We did. And in the back of my mind, I was kind of thinking, how would I like to, you know, 
make a little joke about it. So you weren't present with me and you were thinking about your Facebook Back burner. I can multitask. I'm a man. <gasps> oh, right. Yes. Notorious but, but, for multitasking. <laughs> but here's what, here's the chemical reaction that I think started in that moment, which is me being a moron dad mm, mm, mm-hmm. uh, who thinks he can multitask, but he can't actually. Cause I was like bungling some bullshit that day. Like bungling, I bungled a couple things. I had a show <laughs> that I had a show that night. I, had, I went to an open mic, and they they were fine. Uh, but I bungled a couple things. I've never heard this word. Bungled? No. Oh, you bungled that. You really bungled <laughs> that one. And last night we drove to a Christmas party like twenty miles away in Westchester, <laughs> a route I've driven a that like probably. 500 times in my life. Uh, Just kept taking wrong turns. Took like two wrong <laughs> turns. I bungled them. You did. I bungled the route. You I'm were a, like, uh, what am I doing? I'm, I'm engrossed in conversation with you, but I, which means I can't possibly also look at the correct turns <laughs> You were turns eating a chicken sandwich, talking about Christmas and trying to navigate. It didn't I was, go well. I was halting. I was, I had that hungry... In that acronym of HALT. Hungry, yes. angry, lonely, tired. But you were only hungry. Well, Maybe I was a also little tired. tired. My sleep's been messed up. so I'm. When isn't your sleep messed up? I was on a nice streak there. <laughs> you always have sleep problems. Which we also discovered how interesting that like you can instantly fall asleep on the train, getting mm. a haircut, which is one that always is like so insane to me. Sitting on an airplane waiting for airplane it to take off. Airplane instant. Uh, acupuncture, you've fallen asleep, shavasana and yoga class, you're mm. out. Like all of these different things. Whereas like my brain will absolutely not let me fall asleep in like these brief moments. Uh, but I don't have a problem falling asleep at night and you struggle a little bit. What does it mean? Lately, it's not the falling asleep. It's the staying asleep. It's like I'll wake right. up at like yeah, yeah, yeah. four you can in the morning asleep. and I'm like, well, I guess I'll... Just see what's cutting loose on the phone. See what sort of People magazine headlines. Well, what's good about the phone last night is that I lost it and I didn't know where it was. So I had to just keep sleeping and we slept till I'm ashamed. I don't even want to share what time we slept Listen, we've had a weird week. I've worked all night. Yeah, you're you're like a hero. Thank you so much. That's that's accurate. Going to work at like 6 p.m. till 3 a.m. Yeah, I'm getting tired just thinking about it right now. Um, that's done. Thankfully. Yeah. We slept till noon today, like a couple of drug addicts and, uh, Peggy let us do so, which was very nice of her, Mm -hmm. uh, without shit in the bed. (laughs) Uh, yeah, we're just catching up on sleep, getting our acts together. I'm growing a human life. I don't know what your excuse is. I'm working nights growing a human life. So I'm sleeping till 12. No shame. Okay. I'm stressing yeah. a little bit about this big show I'm doing at the end of the month. And, and I'm also excited about it because I've been running around doing like way more open mics than I've done in, in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, open mics and shows and just kind of like tinkering with how this show and how the jokes all work. And so when I'm awake, when I'm laying in bed, I oftentimes just wake up immediately thinking about, yeah. oh, what about that thing that I did the other night? And would that connect with this other thing? And which is a good feeling. Like it feels very creative and I feel like I'm in flow right now, mm-hmm. but it's also so uh, kind of self-obsessed yeah. and a little bit. And the the 
the subject matter is uh, like kind of personal. Yeah, and it's also just reliving shame mm-hmm. over and over again, and it's uh, that that can't be great for anybody. <laughs> uh, oh, and and the hanging, uh, the hanging financial fear. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, I really should go to a a meeting. I, yeah. I forgot I was going to do that today. Whoops! Tomorrow night. Tomorrow there, night. Is you there an evening one? I would go. No, there isn't. Not. I'm gonna. I'll probably go to the evening other one. If you would like to get out of the house. I'm going to go to yoga at that time, I think. Anyway. Do you guys want to know about our weekend schedules? Oh, um, welcome to the segment called, what are you doing later? Hon? <laughs> what do you got on deck? Um, Peggy's so cute right now. Oh my God. It's insane. It truly is insane. Uh, so that's what's been going on this week. We also, I'm very proud to announce had sex. Yeah, we fucked it. <laughs> Which I wanted to circle back. Yeah. To um the fact that we are still in an open relationship. It's not as active maybe as it has been at other times. Yeah. Um but we still consider ourselves open and you know that's like that's a big question people have sometimes. They, they love to ask that, the people. Um, Which is not a problem. No. Anybody who's no, asked no, no. me in person, it's I, I, I'm glad that we have a relationship where you feel comfortable talking about these things with me. Yeah, totally. And uh, that's why we put it out into the world like this also. Um, so in this first trimester, I was not feeling, oh, I think I just saw the dog with the snowsuit. That little one in the red? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that adorable? Yes, it's very I like there's like that little hatch. Oh, there's a beautiful German going into the pet store. My God. That's Everyone, a puppy. I'm so, uh, we're so sorry. Oh my God. And he also wasn't supposed to be going in there. Ooh. He's just so excited. Oh no, she just, she just said, let's go back in, but gentler now. She, she did a choke chain uh, punishment. Yeah. Sometimes you just reset with your dog. You, you just go, reset. you just go back to the you know, 10 feet ago. And that that's how they learn. <laughs> Hustle Pops NYC. Does anybody give a shit about our dog obsession? I'm sure there's some people, but Jesus. Give them 10 minutes with her just being a weighted blanket in their I arms. Know. And they will care about her. <laughs> they will care. <laughs> She's currently curled up on the table in front of me. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, which actually is funny. Uh, Speaking of Peggy, we had her in the crate while we were having sex and uh, she was concerned about the noises. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> she yipped and yapped. Which then made me reflect on. Can you take a portrait of us right now? Oh, my God. Guys, we'll put um, this on the Instagram. I don't think my hair looks good at all right now, but get who cares? a life. Who get cares? a life. Get a friggin life. Uh, but go, then also go long dog, long up and down. Can you? Let me decide things, please. Yeah. Um, it also made me reflect on when we had a threesome and she was here and she was really losing her shit in yeah. the crate hearing, knowing that there were three people in the bedroom, one of which she did not know, uh, and was hearing noises and she was really barking up a storm to which really only bothered you. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Because for me, the most exciting part about sex and the best part of it is when you get lost in the moment and you're totally like engaged in whatever you're in the middle of 
and it's literally the only thing you're thinking about. Yeah. That's the best. And that's why I loved, you know, like, and that goes for anything. Like I loved when I had the motorcycle, like it's, you're, you have to singularly think about the one thing you're like doing. Like forced presentness. Yeah. And that's what the state of flow is. Like when I'm in that, like that feels amazing. Like being on stage when it's going really well is like this incredible feeling. And that's what you can often feel with sex. And uh, it's hard to feel that with like. Constant barking in yeah. the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying the two ladies in the trio didn't have a problem. No, you two had a great time. <laughs> I had a very good time. You did. You did. But uh, yeah, I didn't reach that peak. No. You know. I believe that she also said she was like, oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> she was barking. I was like, God bless you. Um. So, so we had a return to sexuality. We had a return to sexuality. Uh, I had, it had been about like a little over two months probably. Wow. And I hadn't masturbated or anything. Maybe I should have warned my brother to shut this part off. <laughs> um, he'll stop now, most likely. Well, he's a grown man and we're all. You know what? We're grown ups. God damn it. <laughs> and we're all approaching 40 years old. Oh so. my God. Dave's approaching 50. Um <laughs> <laughs> So he really should be over it by now. Uh, But it's just like not where my head and my body was at. And like while it was changing and, you know, not really feeling myself, I just was like, I really leaned into the to the feelings of not feeling sexual. I was just like it me right now, you know. Um, But then a spark came alive. Inflagration, conflagration. I don't know that word. A, uh, a fire was started out of nowhere. Um, well, not necessarily out of nowhere. It was from watching the program Mrs. Fletcher oh, on HBO. Turned you on. Yes. Uh, I really like that show. Um, spoilers, in case anybody really gives a shit about spoilers on this one. It is MILF porn. It is MILF porn. <laughs> And it shouldn't be on my TV <laughs> uh, because I wanted gilf porn. All right. Enough. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it is a one season show like in and out. That's it. Limited series. Uh, and it was only seven or eight episodes, I think. And there was a lot of sexual tension being built up over the course of the show. And the last episode culminates in her like finally kind of giving in to all of this sexual fantasy that she's been having um, about these two people in particular. So she has a threesome with these two, this other uh, woman and like young man, this 19 year old young man. Who's the woman? Uh, one of her coworkers mm. who she knows is queer mm. and she like drunkenly tried to kiss her one night and then felt so embarrassed and she was like please god don't let us ever talk about this again then she had a party at her apartment and the woman comes over and she kind of jokingly was like don't worry i won't try and kiss you again and she was like it's your party you can do what you want wow but this chick was also like a very like curvy sexual confident queer woman Mm -hmm. so it was such a it was just such a great visual of like these different types of bodies like Catherine Hahn, the actress who plays Mrs. Fletcher, is like very hot. And who you might remember from Step Brothers. Oh my God. 
Oh my God. Side note, we had a surreal, just like coming home late from a holiday party last night. We put on Step Brothers from 2008. Uh, didn't age well. Doesn't hold up. <laughs> Does not hold up. I mean, I was laughing hysterically because it's just like so funny, but it's so dumb. It's really dumb. Uh, anyway, back to Catherine uh, Hahn. But today. she's in that movie, which was surprising because she's like such a different actress these days. Uh, but she's like hot and fit and she's like a 45 year old, like hot lady. And then there's like this really beautiful, like curvy, like Bonicelli-esque, like mm. queer femme woman. Big boobs. Yeah. Just like big and curvy. And then, uh, this like beanpole, like emaciated, like skinny, tall, lanky 19 year old boy. Good for him. And so it was just like. This mashup of like all different interesting looking bodies like being really turned on and into each other and consensual and like explorative and sex positive and I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I instantly started crying and then also was turned on and then rewatched it again like from that scene again. Did you? Did no, you, no, I didn't uh, do anything. I just watched it. And then I actually... Could you feel your loins engorge? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I texted the woman that we had the threesome with. And I was like, what's up? <laughs> Thinking of you. <laughs> it, did she watch the show? She did. And we were talking about how we both thought that that scene was so hot. And then she actually sent me an article about the write-up of that show and that it was very good. That she wrote? No, not that she wrote, but that she found and thought it would be interesting. So she sent it to me. Um, but yeah. And then I think the next day we went and I was like, you know what? It's time. Let's, let's see what's happening. You're like, give me that day. I was like, let's see what's kicking around. Okay. Let's see what this vagina is up to. You know, I did a little guest ad read with Billy Presida from the Man Whore podcast. Oh, yes, former who, guest. Who we've had on this show. And uh, he was asking about how things were going with your pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And if, if uh, you have become uh, the horny pregnant, I can't remember how he phrased it, but mm -hmm. he was curious if you've reached this phase. Yes. Apparently this is a thing. That, yes. Uh, All the men are pregnant. Men and women are waiting eagerly for pregnant women to get to the horny second trimester. Mm. <laughs> yes. Which oddly enough, it says in your 13th week is when an increase in sex drive is possible. And we, you and I had sex on day one of week 13. Yeah. We're following the <laughs> recipe, everybody. I'm like, I'm a fucking stereotype. Okay. But thankfully it's a good stereotype. I'm, I'm happy to have my, uh, my libido back Yeah. for however long it decides to stick around. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. I was yeah. so happy. I, you know, afterwards I was, you know, making declarative statements like I'm back, baby. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> roll up the window, screaming it yeah. onto the Avenue. I fucked it. <laughs> DeKalb Avenue, Knickerbocker Avenue. I fucked it. My vagina and uterus are multitasking. <laughs> Hand truck Holbert has arrived. That's right. You fucking pulled into the station. Way to go. Showed Dropped up. your load. Wheels up. Wheels up. 
backdoor elevator entrance. No, no backdoor. <laughs> We've already talked about no backdoor. Yeah, hemorrhoid problem. <laughs> um, but that is not to say that you hadn't had sex in the past couple months. Oh. Excusez-moi. There has been some sexual activity. <laughs> So, you know, if you've been having questions, what are your old sluts, Ross and Patrick, up to? Still keeping it real. They're out in these streets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's... Uh, Not a ton, but you've, no. had, you've had a couple dates. Couple. And, you know, it's like, it is interesting. Like, from the moment we learned we were pregnant, I, I have certainly been less interested in extracurricular activities. Sure. Um, the brain switches a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like, all right, I got to go hunt and forage. and uh, <laughs> That's my dad crying. That's the impersonation <laughs> of my dad crying. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, you know, with this, this show on December 29th, Sunday, 8.30 p.m. at QED Astoria, mm-hmm. uh, tickets $8. Uh, I'll actually be at this one, too. So what? you should come. She's going to come. Uh that's like sort of, it's interesting when I was talking about this with my art therapist mm-hmm. last week is uh, it feels so exciting to be in, in this, like have this thing I'm excited about to look forward to, cause, but it, it does cause me to forget about other stuff and like deprioritize other things like sex and extracurricular relations, etc. Playtime. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> God. I had to. It was grossing me out. It was like, Ugh. it was like I vomited in my mouth as I said it, but I had to do it. Well, what's funny is like, I hate the <laughs> word, but it's like the exact relational dynamic I prefer. And like, it's like more respectful than saying like. Like booty call. Yeah. yeah. But it it's so gross. I wish we could think of something else. Yeah. I mean, all the terms I hate, like even even the psychological, like the word fetish, I hate. Oh, I don't uh, mind fetish. Kink, uh, polyamory. You don't, I really? You it's don't. just all like, I don't know. There's too technical. There's like, I don't know. There's just like certain connotations to all that stuff that I'm like, let's unpack it. Give me <laughs> they give me the willies a little bit. Uh, I had a very interesting conversation with Jeff Zimmerman last night. We did this storytelling open mic slash show last night in Brooklyn. And he's just such a great guy. And he's always been so caring and uh, attentive and helpful with my work. And we're sitting in the car talking about all this stuff. And we were talking about shame. And, you know, I had to have some jokes about how shame turns me on. and, And he was saying how it's interesting that there's like, there might be a couple types of shame. There's the kind that I find to be sexy, like sexy, fun shame. And then there's like shame that I don't want anything to do with. And I wish I didn't have in me. And I was saying how like, yeah, I would say like alcoholism and like different, different things that are like in me are like things I wish I didn't just didn't exist. And I, they're gross, yucky, shameful. Alcoholism you feel like is in that category? Yeah, like um, even though you've gotten everything in your life from being an alcoholic who got sober. No, of course that's all amazing and it's miraculous, and I'm great. I'm grateful for. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the point is that uh, yeah. Anyway, we just had all these like philosophical conversations around uh, 
yeah like sexual mm-hmm. uh deviants and uh uh, uh what's the word i want to use like my infidelity and uh, <gasps> all these things uh there's so many layers that we're trying to sort of unpack and i kind of drove away from that that's probably why i took all those wrong turns i was just like my mind was sort of like going off in all these di- different directions yeah. that i hadn't really been thinking about with this show and anyway oh the life of an artist you know <laughs> It's just like, it's just constant examining. God, you're making me want to read somebody's Facebook post that we can't read. Oh. <laughs> There's somebody on Facebook Don't. who will remain anonymous. Don't. I'm not going to say anything like, I'm going to say some things. <laughs> There's somebody on Facebook who is a mutual acquaintance of mine and Patrick's. And uh, this person writes like really insane, earnest, narcissistic posts about being uh, a parent. And um, Patrick and I being the mean girls that we are, we will screenshot these sometimes and send them to each other. And I'll do like dramatic readings of them. (laughs) so when you just said the life of an artist, I was like, I wanted to really dip in to some monologue work, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. And if you'd like to know more about that, just DM me privately. Hit us in the DM. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like we are still, are you taking a picture of me? Cause absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought for the gram. Shout no. out to Gregory who gave us, I think a really oh. nice, I Instagram. Know. We'll have to we'll have to regram that from the, uh, the yes. Who Cares account. I promise I'll do some gramming this week. <laughs> oh, we gonna gram it up. Um, so we're still poly. We're still fucking it. Uh, and I actually felt some relief slash a little bit of jealousy that I knew you had options while I am just like not in the mood mm. and it's like more that I was jealous that I am just like not in the mood for those experiences and when you came home one night I was like but I think a little bit of jealousy is good too like that I was feeling that I was sort of like ooh, like maybe I'm ready to <laughs> jazz it up a little bit you know do you think you were jealous that you weren't having sex with me or just that you weren't having sex both Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, I had sex with you first. What do you want? <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how, like I've gone out with my other partner a couple times, but like literally just to like hang out and, mm-hmm. uh, that's been fine, you know? Um, Cause it's just an all around mood that I was in, but, um, you know, I think that this period of not feeling particularly sexual is just like a good example of how there is just like an ebb and flow to all of this. And like, there are periods where you and I may not feel that into being with other people or having a ton of sex ourselves and, 
uh, that's fine. Yeah. You know, and then it might come back and that's okay too. Like we, I, I think especially feeling like, I, you know, I was kind of doing the irrational fear of like, oh God, is this just me now? Like I'm a mom that's like not the same sexual person that I was. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just changing. It's yeah. just different. And certainly when I'm like really uncomfortably pregnant and give, give birth and like I'm healing and like I'm probably not going to feel very sexual then. But yeah. It'll come back, you know, and like I've seen it come back before. And so I'm just kind of trying to remember that there's like that part of my life is important to me. It's just kind of changing. And yeah, I mean, you're going to have your Mrs. Fletcher moment. Like You're going to be in your <laughs> late 40s and there's going to be all these 19 year olds. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm get like, over here, 19 year olds. Shit. I'm like, Garrett, you're here again. <laughs> I promise I'll never fuck a Garrett. Okay. Do you think you'll ever be attracted to boys that young? I, I, well, I don't know. What's interesting about the dynamic You're on. You're like, are they on the crew team or. Well, I will say I saw this definite teenage boy. I don't know how old, but definitely a teenager of some age on the subway. And he was such a like skater punk like hot teenage boy, like kind of, you could just tell he didn't wash his hair in forever, mm-hmm. but like cool outfit, fucking vaping on the subway, like so gross. You're like, I'm wet. But I was like, it's not like I'm feeling this attraction to him now, but I'm thinking back to myself as a teenager mm-hmm. and being like, holy shit, I would have fucking loved this kid. You like- also... <laughs> There was also that one kid we see every now and again in Maria Hernandez. He's not a teenager. He's like young 20s. Sure. Which is a teenager. Okay. (laughs) But I think there is a difference. I mean, like boys are young for a long time, but there is a difference between like 17 and like 24. Well, I was going to ask you, is there a difference between 16, 17 and 19? Uh, I mean, I think it depends on the person, but also it's just like the legalese of the whole situation yeah, is so my, embedded in our heads. My top, one of my top three news articles I will click on every time <laughs> in my Apple's news feed is when a female teacher gets arrested for banging. Right. And recently this week, this woman in Florida, I believe was she's 27. She's like a teacher's assistant. Yeah. She was caught on camera on the condos pool, public pool with two 15-year-old boys Ew. railing her. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, they don't ever spell out what is seen. Oh, but that, it sounds, wasn't, that wasn't the line in the railing. article. <laughs> Lady was caught with two 15-year-old boys railing her outside of her home. But it's like... <laughs> It's like some 15-year-old boys do look 19 and like... So does some 15-year-old girls. So anyway, that's a whole other conversation. It is. Uh, I will say the interesting part of Mrs. Fletcher is that her son, who was this real like shitbag jockey, like immature type of guy, like popular in high school, fucking lots of girls in high school making fun of like the artsy intellectual kids, kind of a dope. Uh, The kid that he would harass all the time is the kid that she ends up like having this relationship with. And he's like, 
you know, he's an odd duck. He listens to like David Bowie. Mm -hmm. He's like artsy and intellectual. And like, so he's. It's kind of like she's revenge fucking this kid. It's like the opposite of her son. And he has like an old soul vibe, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think there is. There's like something appealing to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's a scene too where she like holds his face and she's like, you're so beautiful. Like, so there's almost this like genderless yeah. vibe to the thing too. Yeah. Um, would I fuck a 19 year old? I don't know. <laughs> I have a hard time believing I would actually be attracted to like, cause in my mind, like all teenage boys just smell like absolute shit. Yeah. I'm just like, you fucking stink. And then Get away like, from they me. would say something so dumb. Exactly. Cause even, you know, when we first opened up, I was hooking up with this 28 year old and even him, I was just like, you're a fucking moron. It's like, just shut up. <laughs> like really please stop talking. Like I can't, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Not dumb, but just like, you see how much more experience you've yeah. had in a decade from the age of 28 to 37, yeah. you know, and it's just like. And you're talking about men, whereas like younger women, like women are just so much more smart or like usually. I just, mean, I won't argue. They just know a lot more stuff. Like, And this guy too, he was like struggling with his own relationship to alcohol. And so it was very much like, I'm like, I'm done with that. Like, I don't need to dissect that nonsense, you yeah, know? Yeah. He also didn't want to have sex with me because I had herpes, so. What a loser. Real fucking loser. Having unprotected sex with other people that he didn't feel like telling. So oh. he had a lot. He had a lot going on. It was it was best that it ended when it did. <laughs> Do you miss him? <laughs> I was very proud of myself for a conversation I had with him, actually, because he pulled the shit where he was like, he was like, well, you know, like we can be friends. I was like, dude, I'm a married 36 year old woman. Like I got friends. This has been great. Thanks. Bye. You got no time. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need your drunk 28 year old friendship living I, in a loft. I Thanks. wish I was better friends with the friends I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't have fucking time for you. Get out of here. You don't have sex. Okay, fine. Bye. Next. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to be a mother soon. So this is what I'm going to teach my daughter. Thank you so much. (laughs) Should we wrap it up? Yeah, this was a great hang with you. Do you feel better about it than last week's episode, hon? Oh, I love all our episodes. They're all my babies and I love them equally. Patrick tried to start a fight with me last weekend after we recorded an episode. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh Listen, the next week or two weeks, I I keep getting, uh, I've been asking a lot of favors to prepare for this show. And there's several bar shows that have allowed me to come work out little pieces of my show and do some jokes and bits and et cetera. You know, stand-up comedy. Ever heard Uh, of it? (laughs) uh, So there's a bunch of shows between uh, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, uh, between now and the 29th. So check out my calendar at patrickholbert.com if you want to come check out a show. Or uh, most importantly, I would love uh, people who want to come see me do this hour of stuff on December 29th at 8.30 um, out in Astoria, Queens. It's going to be a good time. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, what was I going to add to that? I don't know. 
Um, please do follow our Instagram at who.cares.podcast. And, uh, and uh, please share, you know, if you think people would like our podcast, maybe somebody else you know is pregnant right now, like, and they would like to hear us chat about stuff mm. like this, uh, send it their way. Uh, you don't have to do anything alone. Yes, that's right. Um, We're here to chat and um, offer our own personal experience. And if you want advice, we're happy to offer that too. But ultimately, we're just here to destigmatize some shit, you know? Yeah. And also, if you have questions or concerns, <laughs> whatever, um, please DM us at who.cares.podcast on I think Instagram. It, on Instagram. I think at some point maybe we'll have an email or something, but for now, uh, we would love to have any questions that yeah. you might have and we'll read them on air and you know, that. and we want to go on your podcast. So yeah. if you have a podcast, please let us come on and talk some trash. Don't you want to talk to us? We'll Aren't tell we you, fun? we'll tell you all our secrets. <laughs> They're not really secrets as much as like talking points. Oh yeah. <laughs> We don't have any secrets. Isn't that right, Peg? Oh, wait, I do have to tell you something. Oh, God. All right, till next time. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.